Hi everyone, and welcome to our weekly podcast brought to you by VJ Oncology. Today, we will be covering exciting updates in the field of cancer nursing from the 2023 UK Oncology Nursing Society meeting. To begin with Verna Lavender from Guys and St Thomas's Hospital in London, who will provide some background on the Cascade project, which aims to deliver standardised care in acute oncology education. So part of the work that I've been doing with UCONS is um, that we established um, in 2021 with the UK Acute Oncology Society and, and stakeholders and other charities like Macmillan Cancer Support and National Education Group. Um, and we had um, a basis for what education needed to be delivered to staff who are engaged in acute oncology and encounter patients um, who are at risk of oncological emergencies. Um, and that was the UCONS Acute Oncology Knowledge and Skills Guidance. We also had available um, a suite of online learning resources for staff at different levels of practice within acute oncology. But we didn't have um, any standardised resource for being able to assess competence. Um, so as a group, um, we decided that what would be great is to have something that had a very similar format to the UCONS SACT competence assessment passport and develop a suite of passports um, for staff working um, within health um, services across the UK, but for acute oncology. We applied for some funding from NHS England, what was called Health Education at the time, um, Health Education England at the time, is now called um, NHS England Workforce Training and Education Directorate. Um, and that gave us funding to be able to appoint Gina, who's the project manager for the project. So the Cascade project has worked with stakeholders across the UK at all levels of practice who have different roles in terms of um, educating, training and delivering acute oncology services. Um, and we have co-designed a suite of competence assessment passports um, across four levels of practice for professionals um, from lots of different professional groups. So doctors, nurses, radiographers, um, paramedics, um, and so on. And also um, in different settings, so primary care, acute trusts, cancer centres. So um, at the conference this year, what we're going to be presenting is the outcome of the phase one of the project, which was the development of these um, documents. Um, and we will also be introducing the work we're doing currently, which is phase two. And Gina will be able to tell you more about phase one and phase two of the project. Next up, we have Gina Madeira from the Christie NHS Foundation Trust in Manchester, who will give a more in-depth review of the Cascade project and how it will improve oncology education in the UK. The work we've done in phase one of the project that we're really looking forward to presenting at the UCONS conference this year um, is the co-design of some uh, series of novel uh, competence assessment passports for acute oncology. Um, so these passports uh, will cover four levels of practice from uh, core knowledge and skills at level one to um, expert at level four. Um, which is for clinicians who lead acute oncology services. This series of four uh, competence assessment passports will cover uh, multiple disciplines and um, 
be able to be used in a variety of clinical settings, um, both within cancer specialist services, acute trusts and in primary care. So we developed the four documents throughout phase one of the project. So this was a co-design process with acute oncology clinicians, and we've had a lot of input from uh, stakeholders. And this includes um, colleagues from across all four nations of the UK. Um, we had a reiterative design process where um, we took draft passports to stakeholder workshops and with their input um, developed uh, draft versions, uh, which we're now piloting in phase two. So uh, what we're currently working on in phase two includes three main work streams. So the first work stream of the evaluation phase of this project is data from learners and assessors in practice. So we've got 27 clinical pilot sites involved in the pilot, and this involves all four nations of the UK. And um, for phase so for the second work stream, we're collecting some clinical data and we want to see if there's any impact on standardising uh, education um, through the competence passports. Um, if there's any impact on acute oncology key performance indicators, and we're looking at MSCC and neutropenic sepsis for these metrics. And uh, the third and final work stream within the phase two uh, pilot is uh, we're holding a series of three stakeholder workshops in the spring. So we'll be looking to discuss the findings from the previous two work streams and uh, planning the launch of the passports in summer, approving any revisions of things we found throughout the pilot phase. And um, we want to just really consider how we can embed these in practice so that uh, going forwards, we're, we're keen that they don't just sit on the shelf and they'll hopefully provide um, benefit in clinical practice uh, for standardising acute oncology assessment. Following on, we have Sarah Adoma from the Royal Marston NHS Foundation Trust in London who will discuss strategies to reduce inequalities in women with breast cancer. Certainly, we know that there is health inequalities have got huge impact on um, uh, individuals and groups of people. It can affect their health status and it can impact on their on their survival from any um, diseases. So it's really important that we address health inequalities, um, and that is why we uh, had this pilot project um, at the Royal Mars and um, Trust to try and address uh, the inequity that was within the service that we, we are providing to, to, to patients. The pilot project essentially is about diversifying and extending the service that we provide to individuals who go through breast mastectomy um, surgery following their diagnosis of breast um, breast cancer. And uh, for a long time, we observed that there is only, there was only two particular colors of breast prosthesis that individuals were being provided for either a pink or a beige color. Um, and so we, um, through the support of the Royal Marsden charity um, and in partnership with um, Nubian Skin, we were able to launch this um, softy pilot pro project, um, which was launched in 
2022, October, and the aim was to diversify. And so we were able to provide four different skin tone colors for uh, women of color anyone from ethnic minority background or any woman of color to be able to access a more appropriate product for them to camouflage their skin and to give them a bit of confidence after going through uh, mastectomy. Thank you to our speakers and to you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app, including Apple, Podbean and Spotify so we can continue to deliver our expert-led content directly to you. Follow us on Twitter at VJ Oncology to join in the conversation and visit vjoncology.com for the latest updates in the field.